Out of the box. Meet people through their music. With Ash Berdebez on FBI. Well, hello there. Happy Thursday. And thank you so much to Stephen, who's... He's just got his fist in the air in victory in the studio with us now because he just played three hours of amazing music. And if you want to check out any of the tracks that he played, he's listed them all on the FBI radio website under programs and playlists. So you can check it out, see if you've picked anyone out that you really liked and go find it on the interwebs. That's how it works. And so we have a great guest on our show today. And he's the man with my new favorite Instagram account. It seems to be a pretty accurate representation of his life. So photos of American diner-style food, of his impossibly adorable baby wearing a T-shirt that reads Baller, of him wearing a shirt that says Trill Dad, and of many club night posters. He's a chef, an author, a DJ, and a Heaps Decent co-founder of Heaps Decent and co-host of FBI Click's new Halfway Crooks radio show. Andrew Levins Hello. knows. Uh, hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> Very good. Thanks for having me. You just got in the way of my pre-written intro. Oh, sorry, buddy. I've, can't do that. that you know de- how it works in radio. There was definitely a hello break in there. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't script my that? tone. <laughs> no. My script says say hello at that point. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I'll continue then. Andrew Levins knows how to do a lot of stuff, but now he's saying goodbye to the Dip Kitchens after years at Good God Small Club, and he's coming in to tell us all about it. And now you can. So three years now. You've been uh, in yeah, the ju- just over three years. We turned three in May. So, and now you're packing it all up. Can you tell us a little bit of, of the reason behind that? Uh, well, I mean, the main reason was that uh, The Dip is a, a restaurant that my wife, Bianca, and I started. We weren't even husband and wife when we started it. We uh, we started it before we were married. What, what, a, what, a, what a sin. We, we opened a restaurant before getting married. You can't um, do that. Uh, but yeah, we started it together and we ran it together. We worked every night together. She ran the floor. I ran the kitchen. And... Uh, then at the beginning of the year, we had our first baby, Archie, uh, who is awesome. but And adorable. Oh, my God. Follow Levens on Instagram just he, for the baby reasons. He's blushing right now, for sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, after after having a baby, it meant that B was at home with him and I wanted to be at home with him as well. And the dip became less about something that we started together and more about, you know, we kind of were faced with the future of, you know, do we employ other people to run it without without us or just me running it or just be running it at some point or do we sell it to somebody else and then we thought you know what it was fantastic this time like the three years so far and we both do so many other things as well as the restaurant so we thought why not just put a pin in it and um is that a, is that a is that a phrase that people use i don't even know put a pin in it put a cork in it how about yeah put, put a, a cork, cork in, in it, it. And, uh, and and just view the dip as this really fun three years where yeah. we made the food that we loved and hired people that we loved and served it food to people that we also loved. And it's fabulous because we can have you on the show today to give it a good send-off because you've got a lot of dip-centric tracks. And our first one, I believe, is a dip track. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, this song even has the word dip in it, so obviously you know it's a dip anthem. <laughs> For true. Um, I made a, a mix a couple of years ago called Do the Dip Volume 1, and it was kind of like a... I guess like to celebrate our first year of being open, um, a bunch of songs to that we that we played a lot in the kitchen, and uh, it was all Miami bass and uh, yeah. and very kind of eighties nineties fun, upbeat club music, and uh, they're the first song is called Da Dip by MC Luscious. Seven. 
so much fun. Yeah. Party tracks. You're bringing you're bringing this down the, the volume down so you can add your verse, right? Absolutely. This is when I start rapping because I'm really good at that. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, I can't top this, so I'm just gonna have to just do away with it. So that's the kind it's like, of stuff you It's like you ten minutes, ten minutes longer of just doing the dip <laughs> <laughs> and slide. And so you guys just listen to that kind of stuff in the restaurant. Uh, I mean, look in the in the kitchen. Obviously, in the restaurant, uh, it's the we have the fantastic Jimmy Singh curated Good God playlist blaring uh, at all times. Um, not blaring at a comfortable level for diners, uh, and that's a great selection of you know classic reggae and funk and soul and rock and all kinds of great stuff that Jimmy is uh, renowned for. But in the kitchen, and this is always a kind of a little bit of an argument point between me and my wife, uh, you'll hear us blaring out of tinny speakers, new rap albums, tapes, uh, hideous pop songs, dated 80s stuff, dad rock. Um, dad rock. Can you define dad rock for d- us? Dad rock is just, you know, like uh, classic, classic 60s, 70s, 80s rock um, that... You can just imagine a dad winding down the window too as the breeze uh, flows through his hair and he does air guitar while parked uh, at, at, at the red light. <laughs> Epic. And it's, it's good to have you on the show today because you are no stranger to mixtapes. So I'm pretty sure this would have just, all of these tunes would have just fallen out quite easily. Yeah, then. except, I mean, this is fun because I haven't got to go, oh, this one is this tempo and that will mix into that one. I can just play whatever I want. Yeah. We tried to make it easy for you today. Thank you so much. And so is there any kind of thread that, that ties together a lot of these tracks? Are they just kind of party tracks? Yeah, I mean, the first, I guess it's it's very of, of a time. So each of these songs we played until we were sick of them in the kitchen. Yeah, in, the, in, the, in the kitchen at the dip, it's myself up the front and then someone on the grills and then someone washing up and then someone making nachos and desserts. And so... Uh, Instead of going, what do you like? What do you like? What do you like? It was just kind of like a prerequisite that like when I hired people, I was like, do you like rap music? Yeah. And they were really like, yeah, or I'm indifferent. And then they became blasted rap albums repeatedly in their ears. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, the, the first few songs I'm going to play are all going to be like, I guess, like the classic rap songs. Anyone that's been to the dip will notice like a lot of our menu is actually named after rappers and, and rap songs and albums and themes and even like mixtape series. It's very intricate and very few people actually get all the references, but some that do lose their minds. So you're a mixtape smith and I was wondering if you could tell us, what does a good mixtape need to do? Uh, it needs to have music on it uh, <laughs> and it needs to be not necessarily something that you would hear in the club. It needs to be more than that. It needs to be more subtle and uh, it, it allows you to really kind of explore something with depth or introduce people to something completely new. Yes. And what starts a mixtape for you? Do you kind of start with a theme or an idea? I or generally a pay a guy in America $7 to make me a drop and his name is Wavy Davy B and he <laughs> is a goof a, a, a world class goof that I'd have never met, but he has a like a pretty hilarious. He's almost like a Tim and Eric sketch that's uh, in, in real real life. <laughs> and uh, I actually, I, I can load up some on my computer. We can play them later in the Absolutely. show. Absolutely, I think we should uh, definitely get some drops lined up. But yeah, he 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 uh, he charges seven dollars for a drop, and uh, I just write whatever I feel like, and then he will record it with a big booming American voice, and that's how I start most of my mixtapes. <laughs> that's great. I feel like you should make a comic comic book strip about this guy, Wavy Davy, the seven dollar drop guy. <laughs> yeah, perfect. What are his superpowers? Great. And how did you actually get into music in the in the very beginning? Because you're you're a boy from out in Hornsby. Uh, 
I, in, into music or into, yeah, yeah. Um, into the music that you're into yeah I, now, I guess yeah. it was just that the inevitable that there's always that handful of kids in high school regardless mm-hmm. of what everyone else tells them to get into they're going to choose music as the yep. thing that they love the most even if they're completely talentless at making it they're still going to love listening to it and be very good at telling other people what they should listen to or so they think um, <laughs> and there was a really great record store in Hornsby um, I grew up in first in Normanhurst and then in Moronga but in, the, in in between both those suburbs is Hornsby. And there was a really great record store there called, called Discovery Records. And we used to, there, were, there was always council cleanup somewhere in our neighbourhood. So we would always, we all had at least four turntables <laughs> that we found on the side of the road. And then we would buy records from this place, Discovery. And we got into all kinds of great stuff. They were, they were, and they, they loved, you know, that, that, you know, classic grumpy record nerds. Yep. Like running the store, they were very, very open to sharing what they loved. And, you know, oh, I heard you got this last time. You should definitely get into this 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 time and i don't know I, I think i spent i would say half my money that i that i made from various jobs when i was in high school at discovery nice and so the next track we've got is by gucci main and waka flock of flame this is definitely an album <laughs> that you would not find at discovery records um i said before yeah like blaring rap nothing is is louder as a rap song than this this entire album really and when this ferrari boys album came out um it was the same time as the Kanye West and Jay-Z album, Watch the Throne, came out, and everyone was really excited about that except me because I'm a passionate disliker of both of those two people. Um, and I decided that I would make Ferrari Boys my Watch the Throne. It's a collab album between Gucci and Walker, and it's very loud and very fun. And I reckon we played this. I reckon if you check the, iTunes, the iPod in the kitchen, it would definitely have more than 250 like logged plays just from inside the kitchen. We, uh, we, we played it a lot. You can't wear it out. All right, this is Out of the Box on FBI 94.5. My guest today is Andrew Levins. My name's Ash Bertabez, and here is Gucci Mane on Waka Flocka Flocka Flame. <laughs> Get out <laughs> my lane. Yeah. Listen to the track, bitch. Get out my lane. So watch the boys. 
Riding in a Rari, same colors, but Gary, she don't like me. Shot him and she like my car. Damn near wanna fuck my chain. Damn near wanna fuck my name. Wanna bust every nigga in the clique I claim. Deep dish rims with no offsets, man. That's how me and Gucci made came. Iced out, poppin' shit, drawin' switchin' lanes. I rock bandanas like Santana, screaming out who wants some Anna. Made a million off my words, they in love with my country grammar. Pass the antenna, cause these rap niggas careers got static in it. I'ma walk a meal to get just wait a minute. Big account got comments in it. All black, worry, know the mama's in it. I hear them talking that gangsta shit, but I know they lame as hell. One thing I ain't gon' feel, pussy nigga, you scared of jail. My name ring bells, my engine loud as hell. Shit, my Rari cost about 230 bills. Get out my lane, get out my lane. Ferrari boy, Ferrari boy. You see the chain, so watch your boys. Get out my lane, get out my lane. Ferrari boy, Ferrari boy. You see the chain, so watch your boys. Get out my lane, get out my lane, Ferrari boy. Ferrari boy, you see the chain, so watch your boys. Get out my lane, get out my lane, Ferrari boy. Ferrari boy, you see the chain, so watch your boys. I'm just lane changing, chain swinging, lane changing, chain swinging, lane changing, chain swinging. I'm just lane changing, chain swinging, lane changing, chain swinging, lane changing, chain swinging. Get out my lane, get out my lane, Ferrari boy. Ferrari boy, you see the chain, so watch your boys. Get out my lane, get out my lane, Ferrari boy. Ferrari boy, you see the chain, so watch your boys. Get out my lane, get out my lane, Ferrari boy. Ferrari boy, you see the chain, so watch your boys. Get out my lane, get out my lane, Ferrari boy. Ferrari boy, you see the chain, so watch your boys. Be a good way to wake up, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that track. That we actually sleep in the kitchen, then we put that on as an alarm to wake up for service. Yeah. And uh, FBI Click launched yesterday at one, and and you guys um, as Halfway Crooks, because you're part of Halfway Crooks. That's right, be we're part Captain of Franco. Yeah. So Andrew Levin's in the studio with me, I should mention, today, just in case you just tuned in. And uh, he's part of Halfway Crooks, and now they've got a show on the new FBI radio station digital station FBI click and so it's on tomorrow morning yeah tomorrow morning at 8am if you like songs like the one you just heard uh, you should definitely tune in tomorrow at 8am and if you don't like songs like the one you just heard you should definitely not tune in because (laughs) there is nothing on that show for you it is absolutely that simple don't tune in or tune in and so halfway crooks where did you guys start out uh, we started out uh, five years ago. Um, we were all DJing, myself uh, and another guy from a crew I used to be a part of called Rochambeau, um, Elston, a.k.a. Spruce Lee, a.k.a. Tony Tony Lee, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. Bonjour. Um, nice. uh, Elston and I had, went to high school together and, and, and grew up DJing together. Um, and we love, have a, a big love of, of rap and hip-hop. And uh, one of our good friends, Captain Franco, used to run a reggae night called Dynamite Sounds. Um, which was prolific when it was around um, a couple of, I guess that would have been five years ago when they, when they were doing weekly, uh, monthly parties. And uh, yeah, we, we kind of bonded over um, over our love of rap and then decided we should just do a rap party because there was no real party back then that played the kind of rap music that we liked. It was always the same kind of very um, B-boy uh, centric kind of uh, 
rap classics that we just were sick of. So we started a party called Halfway Crooks where we just played whatever we wanted and it caught on really quickly. We started riding up bar and quickly outgrew that tiny place. So we moved to Phoenix and we Is get... Is that still around? Uh, Brighton Up Bar, yeah, I think they did a refurb. They have bands oh, in there now. Phoenix. Uh, oh yeah, Phoenix is very much still around. Okay, that's cool. that's where we do our party every every month now. Great. Um, the first Saturday of every month, and uh, about five hundred people th- come through each month. We just turned five, which is cool. Happy birthday! Thanks. <laughs> and so you've you've gone way back with FBI Radio, way back till when you were nineteen. So you've done three shows, is it, since you started? Uh, here? So I started doing Arvos when I was eighteen um, mm-hmm. in two thousand and three. I was the second voice ever on FBI when it got when it went to broadcast. After, oh, not second, the second host. It was Jess Keeley did did uh, did the first show, and then I did the second. That's um, amazing. Yeah, and then uh, I did Arvos for a while, and I used to get in trouble all the time because I would play really, really noisy, lo-fi, like, uh, I don't know, weird, fuzzy stuff a lot, which is hilarious because it's the last thing I'm into now. But uh, back then, it was very important to me to play that at 4 p.m. to uh, <laughs> to people. Um, and uh, so instead of getting me in trouble repeatedly, they decided to give me another show where I could just play lo-fi, weird, fuzzy I don't know, just in, unlistenable stuff to me now, I guess. Yeah, they but really hey, thanks, you. FBI. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's good that they relegated you to the wee hours where yeah. you could have completely free reign over I think the it, I, I think it was like two, to, like what, like 12 till 2 on a Tuesday night yeah. or something like that. Um, and, and that is no diss to whoever does that slot now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those are the best hours of the night. You yeah, have the that's most right. discerning ears. Yeah, and I did, I did a show called 4Track, and, then that, and that, that quickly merged into a show called It's Very Pleasant, which was just this no-rule show, and I used to have a band come in and... Uh, they would set up in the corner and then we would take calls refer like people would call up with requests and then the band would just just do a medley of all the songs and that was a a band made up of uh members of Gosh and uh, I don't know if anyone knows John Maddox he was the leader a very awesome uh, Sydney fellow Sounds uh, like an incredibly risky idea for a radio show we were all about taking risks yeah and then uh just after that that end that, that lasted about half a year and then I I started a Rochambeau uh, sunset show and I, I think that was like three or four years we stayed around. Yeah. Um, that was great. Me, Jimmy Veterans. Singh from Good God, um, Moriarty, Ryan Court, who does um, uh, Sunsets Now with Low Motion, um, and then uh, Elston, who became a member of Huffer Crooks with me. And in the time that you've been at FBI, since the very beginning pretty much, yeah. How? in what ways have you seen it change? Well, I came in here yesterday for the FBI click launch and I did not know one single person. Uh, <laughs> whereas that used to be, uh, it used to be my my second family. Uh, in fact, there was definitely a period in my life where I saw people at FBI more than my family, because uh, I was here five nights in a row, in a, five 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 days in a row, pretty frequently. Um, and, and you know, it's it's just it, it. But I guess in saying that, it, that shows that FBI hasn't changed. It's always got great young people with cool ideas coming through it just you know it's like a magnet for 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 cool young guys to and 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 gals to come through and 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 make i don't know i guess kind of make their dreams of of talking shit and and playing music they love come true (laughs) i get i get one half of the dream i get to talk shit and play music that you love oh damn including this next song which is by um, this one is called uh, Flossin. It's a classic. It's by Mike Jones, uh, one of the greatest rappers of all time, depending if you ask me or any other person. I'll be the one person that will tell you he is one of the greatest rappers of every time. <laughs> um, we have, uh, like I said before, we have a lot of uh, rap influence uh, on the menu at The Dip, the restaurant that is about to close. Um, and one of the burgers that has been on the menu from the beginning is the Southern Smoke. 
And the Southern Smoke is named after a series of mixtapes by a Southern DJ called DJ Smalls. And he had a radio show and mix series um, where he would just put, put the new new big uh, Southern artists and, and, and play stuff before anyone else did. And I'm pretty sure this song, I definitely heard it for the first time on a Southern Smoke. And the, the best thing about Southern Smoke is, you know, I don't know if you've listened to like a rap mixtape, there's always annoying drops over the top of them. Like yeah. um, people would just yell their name. So I'd be like, out of the box, DJ Levens. Um, but <laughs> we don't even have to play any of the pre-recorded grabs now. We'll oh, just no, have we, we're going to get to Wavy Davy later, without a Excellent. doubt. Excellent. Um, but the the great thing about a Southern Smoke mixtape is that the, the drops are like, it's Southern Smoke, you bastards. And so <laughs> if if you've ever heard us listening to that in the kitchen, you'll hear that being yelled out pretty regularly. But anyway, there, unfortunately, there's none of those drops on this one. This is Flossin' by Mike Jones and Big Mo. Mike John, John. Mike John, Mike John. I stay flossing in that candy paint. Blowing dank, sipping drinks. Tearing up a lane. Tearing up a lane, yeah. I stay flossing in that candy paint. Blowing dank, sipping drinks. On 84 Swine. Tearing up a lane. I slide up and down your block with a chain full of rocks and princess cuts in my wallet. Right now, a lot of people calling. But back then they left Mike Jones crawling. I'm rising, they falling. Cause I stayed up on my grind. Didn't have time to wine, had to put it down. I'm Mike Jones, hope Mike Jones, hope Mike Jones. Jones and I'ma stay putting it down to the end. Pippin' pins, trying to put a brand new Benz in the wind. Cause I stay flossing in that candy paint. Blowing dank, sipping drinks. Tearing up a lane, tearing up a lane, yeah. I stay flossing in that candy paint, glowing dank, sipping drink on 84 Swine. Tearing up a lane, tearing up a lane, yeah. I pull up in a drop top, holding grain, walking like pimping man. I ain't even tripping man. Screams rain as I slide up and down the block, ride daily holding Glock, cause I know how to fly. You might see me as you be on twin toes, or I might be flipping, sipping on four bowls. Cause I'm high, but they gon' be even matter when that jag lean a lot. I stay grinding so I can stay bowling. Cause Lord knows I can't picture me falling. I'm crawling, candy paint on fold. Dogging all these hoes. You hauling the road in my wide body load. I'm a baller, shot caller, 20 inch crawler. Catch me on the highway, about to tell a mile. My album, who is Mike Jones coming soon? My album, who is Mike Jones coming soon? Cause I stay flossing in that candy paint. Glowing dank, sipping drink. Tearing up a lane, tearing up a lane, yeah. I stay flossing in that candy paint, blowing dank, sipping drink on 84 Swine. Tearing up a lane, tearing up a lane, Sipping that candy paint, lane switching, sipping that purple drink. Screen falling, rooms crawling. I guess that's why the girls keep calling. My phone, I roam and hop in my Maybag. Hey, the knockers, we on the grind and they not big mowing. Mike down, who? Mike down, who? Mike down, who? Mike down.
likes to be. On sale now at Newtown Social Club. Splendor Sideshows from the Stripes. Circa Waves. Dahlia. And the Wild Feathers. Plus Thelma Plum. Jen Cloher. Little Bastard. Harry Manx. Kishi Bashi. Tiny Ruins. Thumpers. And Ruined Fortune. Also Bunja. Cold Cave. Ella Hooper. Cav Tentley. Marlon Williams and Melody Paul. Knapsack. And True Vibe Nation. Get tickets at NewtownSocialClub.com. Newtown Social Club, sponsors of FBI. Tune in every Sunday Arvo at 2 for the live feed. Putting you front and centre at the best gigs happening in Sydney. This Sunday, tune into a set from American singer-songwriter John Grant, recorded by FBI at Sydney Festival earlier this year. Stream this set and more at fbiradio.com. The next track has strong language. And I mean... Whoa! Whoa! No, no, she does not. Y'all niggas don't have to fuck with me Cause I can do bad just being 1D Right now For my next election All you bitch ass niggas And all you bitch ass bitches This one's dedicated to you Cause y'all motherfuckers ain't shit I promise y'all ain't shit. My way, cause I don't need another fair with a friend with a trick of a steed. Acting like you're really my partner, but he after my cheese. I'm suffocated by the weed. Please leave, let me breathe. Remember, y'all ain't want me to hit the weed. Now I'm rapping, you see me and tell me to hit the weed. Thinking you can get a VIP pass and get it free, but those are Mac fans, enough company for me. Wanna kick it with me, cause I kick it with a high class. Y'all ain't wanna kick it when I was down on my ass. Now a quarter of bitches out with a nigga for ton. Having the point, that a nigga trying to ruin my fun. Years in the number, and then get my money by the ton. You niggas ain't hit me, get it, I did it with no one. Fuck shit, love, bang, ain't showing Shows up by none of my tapes. With or with, I just support. I'ma still be straight. The this niggas around me, the better I can concentrate. When I can't think straight, I open up a chest plate. It could be a death day. Get beside yourself. We ain't cool. I think you better rebind yourself. For a cemetery, be where you can find yourself. So put your feet and let the door close behind yourself. I don't need no friend. I don't need no guard. Only thing I need is the help of the good lord. Trying to kick it with motherfuckers seem too hard. I'ma be keeping it real. They gon' be keeping it fraud. 152 percent of being with me instead of running with the gang. Keep still with me. I can do better with deep, so I chill with me. If you know a bit 
chest, bitch, throw up your hand. If you know, whoop your chest, nigga, throw up your hand. If you know, whoop your chest, bitch, throw up your hand. If you know, whoop your chest, nigga, throw up your hand. If you know, whoop your chest, bitch, throw up your hand. If you know, whoop your chest, nigga, throw up your hand. If you know, whoop your chest, bitch, throw up your hand. Y'all niggas ain't got a Really? He, he, the, the, the motto of that song is, um, y- you guys, I don't have to, you, go, you don't even need to try and F with me because <laughs> I can do bad just being one deep. So what he's saying is that he doesn't need your help in screwing up because he can do that on his own. So it's not that real. I mean, it sounds inspirational, but <laughs> if I, 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 this my, my life advice to you is don't be that inspired by that. Don't be one deep? Don't be one deep. <laughs> All right. Rely uh, on the help of others, everybody listening. All right. Advice from Dad over here, yeah. Dad, Daddy Levens. <laughs> MC Cool Dad over here, bringing down the vibe. <laughs> All right, Dad of Dad of a baby and Dad of the dip. So, how on earth did you start the dip with no experience? The dip at Good God. Um, first, we should just say that was zero with one deep. Oh yeah. Yeah, cool. I just, I just, I, I imagine if Zero heard that and was like, "Why didn't anyone say who that was?" My cred. <laughs> um, yeah, you start the. I guess I, I. When I met my wife, Bianca, um, she and I kind of really brought out our love of cooking um, that we didn't really know that we had. Um, and we just used to cook great stuff to impress each other. Um, and a, a quick passion of mine that emerged was that I really liked Southern American food, um, like American South food. I don't know how you, how you word that properly, but food from Texas. And uh, I, I, like, I like my rap and my food from, from that area of America. Um, and you couldn't really get that anywhere in in Sydney at the time. So we used to do massive barbecues for our friends and show them what pulled pork was and, and do hot wings and do cornbread and do just, I don't know, like just huge, huge amount of, uh, of, of, of food. And, and this would have been before you would get pulled pork around on burgers in Sydney. Yeah, and yeah. Like that, preceding well, like, that phase. Yeah, can I, can I have a gripe? Absolutely. Soapbox gripe. Uh, Most places, when they say they they do pulled pork, it's not actually pulled pork. A lot of people in Sydney think that pulled pork is just slowly cooked pork and then they cook it in a pot and then pull it apart. It's not pulled pork. Pulled pork is when you uh, get a smoker and you cook after brining a massive shoulder of pork. You then slow cook it for a minimum of twelve hours, and you smoke it the whole time. A really crucial, a really crucial ingredient for proper pulled pork is smoke. Oh, this is an outrage. Yeah, yeah. We've been lied to, Sydney. Not by me. The dip has been uh, yeah. smoking uh, smoking pork since we opened three years ago. You know, a trusty little truth. smoker, smoker <laughs> that has actually broken four times. So it's not very trustworthy. But hey, it did the trick. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, we, we, we cut our teeth on these barbecues and then we were very good friends with Jimmy and Hannah at Good God. And they would have to be two of the most inspiring people that I know. 
they they open that space by themselves and and just impress an entire city with their vision um and bianca and i were definitely at the top of the list of people that were the most impressed to the point that as soon as we found out that the kitchen space was available we put a proposal together for us to run the kitchen and jimmy and hana were immediately on board um, and we, yeah, we just kind of taught ourselves how to do it all as we did it. Yeah. And most chefs have kind of years of slogging it out as an apprentice. Not before. me. You, yeah. You just come along and start a smack water winning, re- winning restaurant. Just, yeah, I, I, there is a, a, an amount of resentment and, and, and I certainly don't mean to, you know, undermine the amount of hard work that, that most chefs put into opening their own restaurant. And I, so, and I, I don't, I don't really regard my, my quality of our food on the same level as a, as a, as a, as a fine restaurant, but I think we definitely, uh, do what we do as one of the best people that do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And do you ever feel like a bit of a fraud? <laughs> uh, no, like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't sleep ever because I've get kept up at night with guilt. No, it's yeah. a lie. It's a ginormous lie. It's not. I, 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 I don't feel guilty about yeah. about this. I don't think we, we, I don't. I don't feel like we're putting it out there that you don't need professional experience to open a restaurant. I mean, we're just cooking burgers. We are cooking them very well, but mm-hmm. and hot dogs very well. But yeah, there's no guilt in what, what we do. Um, I want to know, is starting a restaurant in a club a good idea? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, especially if you like being in a club. If you don't like being in a club, it's probably a terrible idea. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it, it's just great because you get to pair fantastic music with, with great food. So you don't bring any extra mayhem into the mix of a kitchen when you're just kind of fronting onto a... I mean, yeah, I'm sure we brought a, a, a considerable amount of mayhem with us, but we, we learned to deal with each other's mayhem. It is a, the Good God is a, is a house of fun, and it's been pretty great contributing to that over the last few years. And the cool thing is that being such good friends with, with Jimmy and, and being a promoter of parties myself, that I'm always going to have a connection to that space, even while the dip's not there. We've got a young Jeezy track to take here, and why'd you pick this one? Because, um, th- look, we've been playing songs that we blast in the kitchen a lot, so if you've ever eaten at the dip, you've probably heard these tinnily uh, escaping out of the kitchen. Um, it's probably very nice to hear them in stereo for once. Um, but uh, Young Cheesy is the name of our burger, which I would say is one of the best, like, what's the one of the true underdog burgers of Sydney. Uh, so ne- like a cheeseburger? Never- yeah, it's a cheeseburger, but it never makes the best cheeseburger in Sydney lists. And you know, maybe that's what really keeps me up at night. Give it Young doesn't. Cheesy a chance. But Sydney. Young Cheesy is named after the Atlanta rapper Young Jeezy. Um, <laughs> and uh, this song also is a little bit of a double hit because it's called I Do. It's about getting married. Um, features Jay-Z and Andre 3000. And uh, we played this the night that I proposed to my wife. Because we all, we, I proposed to her and then we went and worked in, at, at the dip. So I don't know. <laughs> so I, how, was, how was your proposal? Was it outside of... God, good, good, God. Or? Yeah, 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 I didn't, okay. I didn't like uh, 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 this. This, this burger's for table twelve, but open up first. Oh, there's a ring in there. It didn't happen. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I proposed to her at breakfast, and then, uh, and then we went straight to work. Yeah, it's been <laughs> hilarious. In, in three years, we opened a restaurant, got married, travelled extensively, and then had a baby. It's pretty, pretty great. <laughs> yeah, going great guns. Time, time to slow down, I guess. Yeah. With some young, young Jeezy. Jeezy, you got it. Young Clem, we in here. Five o'clock in the morning. It might be three, though. I said I see some ladies in here tonight. I might marry her. Going off the bell, we in Tron. It's too scary, baby. You can have whatever you like. The two fairy, I do anything to leave it a night. What you share it? I do, 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 I
If I get you open, all the things that I would do to you. Smack it up, flip it down, weigh it up, break it down. Lean it to your side, yeah, and ask you who's your daddy now. You gotta even open your eyes, know what you're looking at. And I ain't have to open my eyes when I was cooking that. Guess it was love at first sight, eye contact. Remember the night we first met, I caught a contact. Let's see my ride or die. It's us against the world. You know we both hustling, so hustling is our world. Since so much to have, too much to drink. I'm in my G mode. So all the ladies repeat after me, cause it's the G code. Come and sip, I get locked. You come and pay my bond. If you hear some niggas plotting on me, you ring the alarm. And every time you get to me, it's gonna be the bomb. And in these unlucky streets, you gon' be my lucky. I said, I see some ladies in here tonight. I might marry her. Off the belly and throne, it's too scary, baby. You can have whatever you like. The two fairy, I do anything to leave it a night. What you share? I said I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. You know I do. I said I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. You know I do. I said I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Promise to treat this game ideal. Honor the code, not bring drama to mama's peepholes. Likes a bitch, but she's the only love that I know. Oh, oh. So let a day after the I do's, let's do Mercedes. Let's tie the knot, let's grab us a pot, let's make a baby. Looking back, I don't know who threw this bouquet to me, but I walk down this aisle faithfully. Cut that cake for me. Jay-Z, take this unlawful lady to have in the hole into the task force, bro. To hug her every corner till I get ash from the cold. On until of a master fortune, too much cash for me to fold. Fold under pressure, I would never, ever, ever, ever. Your secrets I treasure for better or worse. You always be my first love. To death do us part, pull the hearse up, my first love. I said I see some ladies in here tonight, I might marry her. Off the belly and throne, it's too scary, baby. You can have whatever you like. The two fairy, I do anything to leave it a night. What you share? I said I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. You know I do. I said I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. You know I do. I said I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. You know I do. I said I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. This is Wavy Davy B, and you've been doing the dip with DJ Levens. DJ Levens. Come on down to the dip for only the very best food Sydney has to offer. Food and beer, loud and clear, without fear, for one whole year. 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 Happy birthday to the dip. The dip. <laughs> That's the uh, great fine work of Wavy Davy B. Is that his voice there? Yeah, and uh, there are countless YouTube videos of him saying that that is his real voice. Oh, my God. That drop cost me $12. <laughs> Worth every cent. I would say so, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Imagine if that guy, you just met him in the street, you know, he was just kind of like serving you your chips and he was like, would you like fries with that? I don't, yeah, I don't know what he does as a day job because he can't make enough of a living off, uh, off $12 drops. But... You, you never know. Maybe there's a huge market for it. <laughs> Maybe you should get a slice of it now before it's too late. But yeah, you're you're a big foodie. As uh, head chef of the dip, by the way, I should mention that my guest today, if you've just tuned in, is Andrew Levins. Get it together, guys. Why weren't you listening from the start? <laughs> yeah, seriously. We we tweeted and Facebooked about this, guys. What else is there? Yeah. LinkedIn? <laughs> no, no, just never. LinkedIn, never. please. Uh, yeah, you're a massive foodie, and I've seen some, some pretty suspicious-looking dishes 
uh, in my my traverses of a couple your blog. of sus dishes, like a ramen burger, as in. Oh, blah, 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 the, but, uh, so that, the the patty, no, the, not the patty, the the bread is actually made of ramen. Like, that was like the the, the, the the food equivalent of a meme, um, and it, and it did the rounds earlier in the year, uh, last year. It was yeah, it's like a a, a a burger patty made of ramen noodles, and then but it was like the one place in Sydney started doing it, and I was I saw it on the menu, and I was like, may as well take one for the team and try this out. <laughs> And it was horrible. Okay. I, I do not recommend anyone. Made of ramen noodles and remorse. Yes. All right. That's no mostly, good. Mostly remorse. Well, was there anything that you've um, that you've authored as as a cook? Because like, you know, you've made a book called The Diner. Was it The yes, Diner? Yes, it was The Diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've created a lot of recipes that are kind of influenced by South um, American dishes. Yeah. And it, what's your piece de resistance? Of uh, as far as like the best meal, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, my uh, my honeymoon with the was uh, we went to we pretty much did a road trip. We started on one side of America and made our way through the South to the other side, and um, this included like long stays in in Texas and New Orleans and sorry New Orleans um, and uh, <laughs> up the Mississippi through Memphis. Um, Countless, so much stuff. It was it was so the best right. trip ever. We ate so much. It was Fabulous. awesome. And some people on their honeymoon, they go to a, a fancy beachside, you know, place that's really exclusive you know, and get we, smoochy. We, you just go eat lots of food. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. And the best thing was that, uh, like, uh, B was pregnant, um, and and we not, normally when you're pregnant you can't eat so much stuff, but in the south it's like all you eat is barbecue. You can't eat, you know, raw foods or whatever. But in the south, everything's cooked for not just an hour; it's cooked for twelve hours. So there's there's no chance of there being anything that's going to make you sick. Um, yeah, and one of the best spots we, we we stopped at, we went to. I think we went to about twelve barbecue places overall, and really really keen to try brisket and, and pulled pork and ribs and get into the, the the barbecue lifestyle because it is like such a way of life for so many Southern Americans and the. Uh, uh, the craziest place when we were driving from New Orleans to Memphis, we um, we drove through Mississippi, and, and there was a guy who ran a barbecue place from the back of his. He has a little like a little shed out the front of his house, and he occasionally will do barbecue there if you call him and let him know that you're passing through. So we <laughs> called him. His name is Spoonie, and he was driving. And he pulled over, and he was like, "When are you coming through? Okay, yep. What do you want? Ribs? I'm like, oh yeah, sure, ribs would be great. And then we got there, and there'd been a, 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 an electrical storm the day before, so he wasn't able to get the food on in time for us to eat it when we got there. So he ended up spending the afternoon hanging out in his front yard, meeting all his neighbours while he cooked for us. <laughs> and just such a yeah, a, a wild story. Yeah, um, so, so Spoonie was... Did he just have this, like, that was his business? That was his little thing that he had a he, barbecue? Or was he yeah, a- I mean, he used to, he was quite an old man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, and he'd and he run markets and, and restaurants in the past. And I think he never really wanted to give it up completely. So I guess he would do neighborhood barbecues. And um, we, we've read about it online. This tiny little website wrote about it. And he's, he had a number there, so we gave him a call and, and he cooked for us. It was the best. And so also another thing you do when you're traveling is... BYO iron or use an iron to make a a toasted sandwich. Yeah, I wrote it in my book I, I, a recipe of uh, how to uh, when while you're on the road and and maybe you stay in hotels where no, nothing around you is. Let's say you drive four hours up the coast and um, hypothetically play the worst gig of your life, and then you have to go back to the hotel except nothing is open and you're starving, and the only thing you can get is service station bread and cheese. Well. I put a recipe in my book that allows you to uh, make a toasted cheese sandwich with an iron. That's um, fabulous. And when you say hypothetically play the worst gig of your life, are you talking about a real experience? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. tell me more. 
Oh, oh no, it's just just one of those gigs where you get booked for a two hour set and then half an hour into it, the the promoter um, comes and tells you, oh, maybe the local's going to get back on now. And then you're like, oh, I, th- I was trying to play as mainstream as possible. And then he, the local gets on and the, his first song is um, Sandstorm by Darude. <laughs> but not just that, that with sneaky sound system acapella over the top. So imagine like digga digga da digga digga da digga 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 da. I thought a UFO and a yeah. Well, wow. I was like, that's how you do it. I cannot compete with that. Yeah. Touche. I'm gonna go and iron a sandwich. So is that the uh, theme of your next mix? You know, you can just make yeah, mix right. of Darude Ma- mixed with 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 ironed ironed bread. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> iron bread mix. Iron bread and mashups. Fabulous. That's Andrew Levin's story. So you really, really, really like food, American food, and you drove four hours to have lunch. Was yeah, I mean, I mean that, that, like, that's just one example. We, I, I think, you know, it, it's it's it's. I guess it's more and more acceptable now to travel for, with the main purpose of eating, mm-hmm. and that's definitely what what, what we do. Um, you know, and, and the fact that I found someone that also shared that same love of food and that particular food is 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 a is a beautiful thing. It's but we were staying story. with people who just could not, who lived in in the town, uh, who I like, think we, we were living in. Uh, we were staying in uh, North Carolina, and. Um, and and we were staying with family friends and they lived two hours away from this place that we were driving to and they'd never been there and they couldn't understand you're gonna do a round a four hour round trip just for lunch count me out like maybe i'll go next year it's like well you live two hours away it's the best food ever go get it but i don't know you know some people it's just the the food is is not that level of importance mm. and fair enough yeah well you you have a diner book and have you ever heard back from anyone who has used your recipes yeah oh countless times i still get tagged in people's instagrams saying you know i I tried to make your dogs tonight and i feel like you know i I love that there's a book out and it pretty much has the entire dip menu on it so really the dip's going to close down but you can recreate pretty much everything on our menu if you just get that book which is uh which is twenty dollars at the dip by the way Oh yeah. So, yeah. oh by the way, you could probably. Well, just... by the way, some money, please. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you do want to check out the dip, um, next Tuesday on the first of July, they'll be opening for the dip's greatest hits banquet. Mm-hmm. So that's basically everything that was ever on the, on your menu. Uh, it's kind of mini versions of the most popular items. So it's it's kind of like the, the theory is that, you know, we have limited time. There's only three weeks, well, less than three weeks left before we close. So if you want to come in and eat as much of the menu as possible, this is your best chance to do it. It's the greatest hits. All right. And if you want to email do at the dip.com.au, you can make a booking with them before it all gets booked out. And we've got a track now, seeing as you're a dad. You've got some dad rock. Yeah, that's right. Dad Ooh. rock also plays a very... We're playing the greatest hits from the dip kitchen, the songs that we blare out as we uh, sweatily prepare your burgers. And um, you know what? I originally said let's play a split end song, but I don't think that's as, that's a joyous enough. So let's go to track ten. All right, got it. This and is a this real classic. Is... This is ELO. This one is "Sweet Talking Woman." I'm dedicating this to my wife.
that was a very happy whoa, one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, sweet talking woman. Sorry, you can continue. <laughs> sweet talking woman just then by Electric Light Orchestra. Yellow. And uh, the greatest. That guy you can hear right there, he's a chef and author and a DJ and a co-host of FBI Click's new Halfway Crooks radio show and a co-founder of Heaps Decent. And I'd like to talk to you about Heaps Decent because we did have you didn't Sarah. Say my name. Oh, sorry. Levens. <laughs> Andrew Levens. You should, that was your opportunity to say a wrong name. And I would have just rolled oh, okay. it. I would have rolled T- Tim? it. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> you, you make a great Colonel Sanders. Maybe in like Have you 50, thought about it? Yeah, yeah eventually. Okay, That would be good. Good. I mean, you know, with the whole Southern flavors thing, you might oh, yeah, true. want to think about it. Um, that, anyway. That racist vibe I have. <laughs> Absolutely. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to fraternize that guy. Anyway, so with Heaps Decent, you, you've co-founded Heaps Decent. And can you tell people about it, just, you know, for people who haven't heard about uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a, ch- a music based charity that I started um, in 2007 with uh, my good friend Nina Las Vegas and uh, our good friend Diplo. Um, he funded us uh, to begin with, and we funded ourselves for a few years, and then um, yeah, we we basically um, now get support from uh, from various organisations, uh, and we ourselves go to. Uh, different parts of New South Wales. We go to schools and um, and community centres and juvenile justice centres in in marginalised communities and work with young people um, and make hip hop. That's um, fabulous. So yeah, from uh, we work with kids from about four years of age to teenagers, kids in their early twenties living in Redfern to kids living in Wilcannia, Broken Hill, um, Wagga Wagga, um, all, all, all parts of New South Wales. How did this idea come to fruition? Uh, we were DJing at the time, and um, when you DJ primarily as your main source of income, uh, especially in the heydays of uh, 2007, you don't have to do much work to make a living. So we had a lot of spare time, and um, we would play with a lot of the touring DJs, and Diplo once commented, how come there isn't a very prominent black music scene in Australia? And we couldn't really give him a straight answer, so we thought, you know, what what can we what can we do to, to I don't know, I, I guess, uh, be a part of that in a way or even just be a part of, of, a, of a, new, a new music scene in, in, in Australia that works with, with young people that don't have access to the uh, resources that, that me and so many other uh, DJs had access to. So we got a small amount of equipment together and just kind of set out and start, started running these workshops and making songs with young people. It was awesome. Had you had any experience working with young people before? Uh, no, not at all. Like, again, it was like, like being running a restaurant. I will mm-hmm. say that there's definitely a steeper learning curve in doing charity work and working with young people than there is in running a restaurant. What's the hard thing about it? Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, culturally sensitive things that you have to be um, uh, be wary of. And, uh, and we were, you know... I think I would have been 21 when we started, so uh, I it was it was it was hard learning learning what what was the right and wrong thing to do and and who were the best people to work with and what was the you know appropriate stuff to put out and uh, I, f- I feel like you know we definitely made a lot of mistakes in those first few yeah. years. Have you ever found yourself in particularly hot water for anything? Um, you know, just being uh, people not really putting sure of where we're coming from, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the output we do now and the work we do is really, really strong and we get incredible results and um, entirely positive uh, feedback from everyone we work with and we have a really great group of uh, young people that we've been working with for years and years now that are still making really good music and getting good support slots. And yeah, yeah. And I, like, I like this idea of hip-hop as kind of a, a literacy project. Yeah, absolutely. Can you can you talk a bit more to that point? I guess, you know, how well, how do you you know, beyond the, the you you've got to you've got to write 
your your lyrics. You've got to you've got to read your lyrics back, so that's comprehension immediately. Um, and then you're you're being creative about yourself. You're communicating about yourself, and you never make a song in our workshop just on your own to begin with. It's all about working with everybody in the class. So you're working on your teamwork skills. You're working better as a group, and that's a really important part of of growing up is learning how to work together as a group. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, I just got a message from my producer. And I actually also want to ask you about working with MIA. I read that she was part of the Heaps Decent. Uh, yeah, look, lots of different, process. lots of different artists, uh, especially in those early days. Our, our big focus was uh, was taking uh, uh, established artists uh, in, into into the communities we were working with and having them collaborate. Um, and MIA was uh, was one of them. Diplo, Spankrock. Um, How do you meet these people? How do you make your contact, contact just from with these people? being uh, in the DJ in the DJ world and supporting? Um, you, once you're a small part of that world, it's very easy to become a bigger, bigger part of it. Have you ever heard of any of the of the people who've participated in Heaps Decent going on to actually having music careers that they've? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, certainly not the level of, of success that that, that I, I would have dreamed of for them, but definitely, um, you know, there are there are a, a few young people that are really making their 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 way up through Unearthed on Triple J and and then uh, just you know doing local local gigs and and releasing music um, that gets quite a good amount of support online. Um, and a few of them are making money off it too, which is really awesome to me. I mean, the, the biggest thing was that even if we can explain to a group of, of young people that who don't have uh, access to all the resources we do, if we can just get the idea out that you can have a, um, a career in being creative, then that I see is heaps decent, doing a job well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've got a track now to take. It'll be our last track of the hour. Yeah, well, it's kind of relevant. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a very relevant song for heaps decent and the dip. Um, this one is one we made in Wilcannia with a group of, uh, of young people a few years ago. These kids would be about six or seven years old. Um, it's called Dinner Time. And um, yeah, if you feel like having some dinner time with me, I'll be at the dip uh, the next three weeks serving up the last meals. So uh, come have a Young Cheesy or a Lev's Dog with me. All That'd right. be cool. Thanks so much, Andrew Levins, for Thank coming you. on the show. All right. And here we go from Heaps Decent. <laughs> what, what do they have this a called, band name now? Uh, this is uh, from from a school. In, it's the mission school in Mulcanya called Saint Teresa School, um, and uh, it's called Dinner Time Rhyme. Right. Bi ninety four point five.
Traveling Chase. Can I put us for a place? This is a ride. About dinner time. Finish the beat. Time to hate. Out of the Box. Meet people through their music. With Ash Bertabez on FBI.